Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Geek Versus Podcast. This is a nerd's eye view of pop culture. This week, that pop culture is Ready Player One. Have you seen it? Have you read it? Well, there's a movie out now based on the 2011 Ernest Cline book. Uh, we check it out. We talk a little bit about it. We don't spoil it. Just want to let you know, is it worth checking out? Do we think you like it? All that good stuff. And then we get into a little discussion about our first video game consoles. So that is it for this week. As always, we seriously, seriously want to thank you for pressing play and checking us out. If you enjoy the show, or even if you don't, heck, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Subscribe to us in your favorite podcast app. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. This is Geek vs. Ready Player One. Things are about to get weird. People have been clamoring. Clamoring. Yeah. What? Since 2011, when the book came out, it'd be such an awesome movie. I'm so sick of hearing people talk about a book whenever a movie comes out. It makes It actually makes me sick to my stomach. I just don't care. Even though it was, what do you mean? Like, just I just don't care about the relation. Like, I just don't care. Like, I after the movie, I like composed my thoughts or whatever, and then I started trying to look at reviews to see what actual film critics had written and and stuff, and people that I liked already. Every review I found had something to do with the book, and I was like, I don't care about the book. I want you to talk about the movie as a film, not as. Is like a better book that should have been remade or, or should have been made as a movie or what they did wrong or right with the book. Like, I just don't care. Yeah, it's weird how they have to talk about adaptations of stuff um, because of something that existed before. Uh, it's it, This one was kind of like a nerd Bible, if you will. Like like I said, the, the nerds, which I'm a nerd, but I just recently read the book, but uh, they were clamoring. They were clamoring yeah. for this has to be a movie. This will be such an awesome movie. Do they, I mean, okay, from what I understand about the book, though, like, how did they realistically expect the, this movie to actually even be made? Well, anyway? that's the thing. I don't think anyone really thought that part through. Mm, nobody. I think the thought stopped with, this needs to be a movie, and then that was it. Ah, the simple okay. answer to your question could be, they're nerds. They don't <laughs> understand, they don't know what they want, they that's, just, that is accurate. we're the worst. Yeah. We are absolutely the worst. That is true. Uh, with that, I will say, Casey, I I hope you're sitting down because I actually read this book. Yeah, that was the biggest, you know, reveal. That was the most shocking thing that I've heard in a very long time. I know. I'm not I trying know. to be rude, but I don't think I've ever heard you talk about a book that no, you have I read. I don't read that much. That's yeah. why. Um, but no, I actually read this one recently. It wasn't like, oh, I read this a long time ago. No, no, no. Recently. You were so like, like, I'm going to be up to date on this movie. This it, is the one. Is recent, like, within seven years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a couple months ago, dude. Yeah. <laughs> couple <laughs> I mean, it came out in 2011. I, oh, gotcha. I still got it on my Kindle. Ah, cool. Um, Yeah, because I knew, you know, it was, again, this, oh, nerd thing. You got it. Every, every nerd has to read Ready Player One. And I figured we'd cover it. So I was like, I'm going to read this one. And um, way to go, man! Yeah, I'm still excited about it. It was, it's not a great book. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the best thing I've. I guess to it's you know, great. <laughs> with the conversation being like, oh man, they got to make this into this movie. The book itself, it's it's chock full of nostalgia, and that was awesome, and I love that for what it is. Um, and an okay, thin story, and it's like, all right, well, that was fun. 
You know, it's not a literary masterpiece. It's whoa, no, you know, like, we're dropping the bombs I here. On, I love when that happens. So those words come out of somebody's mouth. Literary masterpiece. <laughs> let's literally let's compare it to a literary ma- masterpiece. Yeah. Let's let's also compare Ready Player One to Citizen Kane. Let's do that later. The book. <laughs> oh yeah, the you know War and Peace. Yeah, the book Ready much, Player One about the same. Much <laughs> like the movie to me. Um, yeah, it was fun. Like, all right, cool. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Next. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and goodbye. Yeah. You know. I had to, to say that I had, I didn't care at all about seeing this movie. Like, at all. Like, the trailers looked like garbage. Yep. It's like, this looks like the worst thing ever. It's got Steven Spielberg on it. So, I mean, he does all right most of the time. Uh, I'm going to go see it because, you know, I kind of have to, but also whatever. But, uh, and I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, this was a lot of fun. This is really cool. It's not often I hear you say that. So yeah. I, am, I am happy to hear that. Yeah. I went in with one goal and that was like, yo, Iron Giants in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I go see movies with my buds. So I was like, we're going to go see this and we're going to talk about Iron Giant. And that's what we did. We went and saw it and then we talked about the Iron Giant. <laughs> Y'all remember, when the Iron Iron Giant? <laughs> y- y'all remember when the Iron Giant did this? Yeah, that was awesome. Hey, you remember when this happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's all we did. Man, I don't know. I really, um, I really, I'm actually, I'm pretty hard on Steven Spielberg, but I love the way that he does. I, I think that people kind of, they talk about him, like, um, very nostalgically about like his old films and like the way he did blockbusters and stuff. But then you see like a movie that is ultimately, it is very much him. Like it's not super different. There's some really beautiful shots and stuff in there, but also there's a lot of really corny, goofy stuff that he does. I was actually super excited because I don't know if I mentioned this. (gasps) Nerd. I was super excited. I don't know if I mentioned this. I read the book. Oh yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Um, um, but I was legit excited. Like, oh man, I'm really hyped to check this out. Um, the previews did suck based on, you know, having already known the story. And I was like, oh, this just looks dumb. You know, I knew it wasn't dumb, you know, but I was like, that, that, it what, looks dumb. That, and Casey, you said yesterday that, uh, they're not, they don't even show the Oasis in the previews. Yeah, not, that, you just know. barely. I was like, what is this, like a documentary? Like, this looks <laughs> boring. <laughs> So um, boring, but I was still excited and I wasn't disappointed. I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll say now that it's not the book, Betty. Like you say, like just let's quit talking about the book and the movie. It's not the book. It's totally different from the book. Mm. It's the same premise. <laughs> all but- those guys must be all those guys and girls must be so pissed off. Oh yeah, that's oh, hilarious. Yeah. I that bet really you. that makes me really happy. <laughs> but, but see, like this isn't new. Like Jurassic Park, the film is completely different yeah. from Jurassic Park, the book. Like well, I, I don't love know that conversation. <laughs> oh, have you read Michael Crichton's Jurassic? Have you read the book though? <laughs> like oh, I don't care. I don't what, care. What's <laughs> funny is um they they reference The Shining, which is the ultimate. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that was like one of my. Fa- Has everybody seen? Everybody seen it, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if we said that or not. Um, man, that was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I was nerding out so freaking hard. I didn't expect the, to like be, I guess, the target group for this film. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know. I, being an adult and just wanting to see a dumb kids movie and feel good about things. And like, I didn't expect to be absolutely the target audience. I was like, this is going to be like shameless nostalgia, but it's going to be cheap. And I was like, it doesn't feel cheap. I, I really <laughs> enjoy myself. And like, I just, I, totally threw myself into it i didn't care i'm still like um is the shining scary <laughs> oh yeah oh, Lena. I've, been, I've never seen it is it scary <laughs> and yeah i was you know because there was um some younger kids sitting behind us i was like what the hell do they they're not gonna get this mm-hmm. but i'm sure they at least know it's a reference to something scary you know yeah and hell, maybe they'll now go watch the shining but but yeah, that's not in the book. Just uh, there's a total other stuff. movies. Okay. Um. So that no, the point is totally, totally different. Totally different. Okay. Um. So yes. what did you guys? I mean, like, so obviously, I mean, like, I'm very, cri- I'm just, cri- I just like making fun of people that cry about things. That's my thing. Is <laughs> uh, my parents died. What do you got to say about that, <laughs> yeah, Betty? Yeah. Um. You know. I'm sorry about Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. Good. Uh, you're 50 years old. You should probably get over it. Go to counseling. Wearing all black went out, you know, years ago. Yeah, that dandruff, we can all see it, bud. With Ready Player One, I I think that it it's just an enjoyable, goofy film, popcorn film. I feel like I could talk an hour alone just about Mark Rylance's character and the way he played it, because I... I loved it. He was my favorite. Yeah, he was my favorite. He brought so much humanity and realness to that character that just could have just been like a weird, aloof dude. <laughs> he still wasn't weird. He was the weird aloof dude. I guess he wasn't just a weird aloof dude. Though. But like, it's like getting Ian McKellen. You're like, oh dang, Ian McKellen is playing this character. What? Like, this is different. They've talked about, uh, or they had tried to get Gene Wilder. They talked to him about doing it wow, a long time ago. Wow, wow, wow. I think, of course, someone there was rumored it was Johnny Depp. Yeah, no, that's boss. God, um, I'm so freaking glad it wasn't. But I don't know <sighs> what I don't know what. Ryland, I don't know him or what LT has been in, but I can't imagine anyone else doing it. Like he was, he's like a Shakespearean actor that has been in the industry for a long time and minor roles, but he recently came to starring and huge stuff with like the last couple of years because he was in that spy movie with um Tom Cruise that was and he won an Oscar for it, um for best supporting actor. Either he was nominated, I can't remember if he won, but it was called like Bridges. It was like the same year that uh. The movie where Hacksaw Ridge came out, I can't. It was either it might, it might have been last year or twenty six. But that kind of brought him to the forefront of movies. Yeah, people really. And then ever since then, it's like you can see, like if you go to his IMDb, he'll just a bunch of stuff. Like he's just been on a bunch of random stuff. But like I said, I can't imagine. Like I thought he was perfect, you know. So mm-hmm. like, oh, Gene Walter would have been cool. Nah, this dude, this that's that's holiday. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some stuff that like can you imagine if they'd gone more into detail about his pining over that woman that would have been so irritating because I like that it was just like no he just didn't do nothing about it and they, they're trying to figure out the clue but lord having to listen to them try and make that into like a bigger thing than it would have been would have been 
I think it would end up really cringy. Oh, Funny yeah. you say that because that's a big part of the book. <laughs> oh yeah. And see, that's the good thing. Like that's so interesting. Like to Steven Spielberg to Steven Spielberg's I'm credit, sorry, who's Steven Spielberg? He um he definitely knows how to keep something moving. Like yeah. like you, it's not like nonstop. You know, eleven all the time, but like it has pacing and stuff. But. It, it, it flows. It flows. Yeah. At no point I'm like, oh my god, when is this scene going to be over with so I can get back to the fun stuff? Like, you know, it, it, it's smooth. It's yeah, it would have been a hard left. Like, oh, well, let's talk about them pining over this girl. Like, what? Huh? So, yeah, it worked. I liked it. I was never bored. I was having fun. and It is very goofy. You know. I loved it. I'm probably going to go see it again. I, I thought about seeing it again myself. Yeah, I'd, I kind of want to see it again. Uh, Just... So I could listen to him say, I choose the form as Gundam again. And, then, <laughs> and then, like, bust up with the the OG Gundam with the freaking lightsaber or the light sword. Like, oh, God. That's uh, good. Good, good. And Freddy got owned up. It's like, take that, Freddy. I feel like the way they react to all of it is how I would react to, which is maybe why I connected so well with the film. It's like, just was happy. I just, I mean... I really can't. It's not like it's the greatest movie of all time, but I really can't find anything it's just, negative. Yeah, you know? it's just fun. It it's get it gets corny in some spots because it's you know kids, and that's the only thing I can really say is it's really hard to do stuff like that with kids to where it doesn't get corny at some point for adults. Like it just it's always going to get weird for us because oh. they're, they're supposed to be children. I don't care. I love that. All of that stuff. Even the oh, silly yeah. stuff. I get out of here, you stupid adults. Who are all, <laughs> if you're cynical and bitter and I, whatever. Oh, I love that. If I you're at the that. point, yeah, <laughs> where you can't enjoy that, like, you you need to, you know, look inside yourself. Yeah. You've gotten too old. You've grown up too much. There's, I don't know. I just, I feel like it does way more good than it does bad. Like, down Agreed. to, like, Agreed. the tropes that... Um, the cleverly shot, like for instance, when you see that um, old boy has his password on his <laughs> gear. Thought that dude so would have his freaking password. <laughs> that old <laughs> would so have his old password, just like hanging out there. Speaking of Ben Mendelsohn, um, <clears throat> he does a really good accent. Like I, I didn't like. Ugh, the point is, like, <laughs> I had to stop and think. Is that the same guy who played Krennic? Is that Ben Mendelsohn? Oh, I legit forgot until you said to like, oh yeah, he, he needs to stop. He's always the bad guy. I was like, what the hell has he been in? You're like, the, the guy from, you know, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I totally had no clue. He, cause he didn't have the little cape. Yeah. But he like, oh, like I, what I was thinking is like, he's going to get typecast as like the pathetic bad guy. Cause Krennic was kind of pathetic. Yeah. And this guy was kind of pathetic. I don't know. But he that- was kind of pathetic. Daniel said something really interesting. That I that I I hadn't thought of because I was just like high off of the iron. <laughs> but did like, you see the part with the iron? But did we you, all saw the iron. I know giant. you want to say something about the movie, Daniel, but I'm talking about the iron giant. No, uh, he said uh, he said that he doesn't. He said he didn't like the last 15 minutes of the movie, and then he said, and I was like, okay, that's that's fair. Those movies always end like that, and he's like, that's what I hate. Is like I hate that those movies kind of always end up sort of wrapping up that way. And he's like... See, the thing is, though, like, uh, I, I don't know, like, Daniel's not wrong in the way that he feels. I mean, that's the way it is in films and books and everything. Like, epilogues are just a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what he's saying. It's nice and clean. And, like, after all that, okay, and so then this happened and that happened. And, you know, whoa, 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 what? Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I was trying to figure out while I was watching the film and then afterward, just because the way the trailers made it seem, I thought the film was going to be presenting it as though... 
this world that they lived in now was uh, a distraction world, and that was bad. The only thing that's ever bad about the Oasis is the the corporate, the IOI that's yeah. trying to monetize and make people pay and stuff. They're the bad part, but the Oasis as a whole, no, it's where, like you said, he falls in love, he meets friends, yeah, he bonds with people. Lena like, Waits making money in the Oasis building stuff. <laughs> like, that's how she's living. Like it, it seems like an awesome place. It seems like. All the stuff that he was worried about was just like, I need to kiss this girl real bad. Mm. Like, and Mark Rylance told me how to kiss this. He said, go for it. Or you're going to end up in The Shining like she did. I don't know. <laughs> a bunch of zombies that weren't in The Shining, but they're there now. Um, just trust me. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Might sound like fun, but it's not. <laughs> and then the thing about the Oasis is like, yeah, maybe they were escaping their terrible life, like real lives. That's fine. But also they could work in the Oasis to like improve their real life too. Yeah. So, it was, so it wasn't like this is just escapism to avoid your problems. It is that, but also you can, imp- again, yeah, yeah it's, make money yeah. and, you know, come up. I, I like that everyone, we all want to go see it again. I do want to go see funny. it again. Yeah. Does anyone else have anything nope. more about RPO? Um, I had to read that four times that's what in the article. No, it was like people were abbreviating. I was like, what the is RPO? About the old you don't movie know. studio? Come on, man. <laughs> you didn't know what RPO is in the article about. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Context, like, man. Uh, what, to abbreviate anything. Why? Like That's true. I have a question. Yes. If you guys had won all the money that he had won, Ooh. like what would be something you would look for in the Oasis to buy? Good like question. Because I was thinking, man, immediately if I could have HK47 from Knights Old Republic cuz he's like meatbags. The best <laughs> video game character of all time in my opinion. I would either want to look like him or I'd want him to just hang out with me and insult people, but um I would Probably have an Optimus Prime. Oh yeah, I'd be ro- riding around in that. That's that's one thing I, I love that the game to do is like you know if that was like actually the game, there would be all of the stuff that was like on sale that week. Everyone would have it on. Like if, <laughs> if Optimus Prime right. had been a part of a bundle, there would be like a thousand people with Optimus Prime because it was like on sale that week, and they're like, yeah, I got out Optimus Prime only five hundred gold this week, guys. Like. That's a steal. I don't know. I'm paralyzed by too many options. Like it's one of those <laughs> things. Like, oh, if you can have anything, what would it be? Uh, 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 okay, let's start. Let's... Well, for the sake of the show, I like. I mean, I can overthink. Like, do I really, really want Optimus? Well, but I was like, that's a good. Choice. I guess our answers are like more Avatar slash friends, and <laughs> yeah. then maybe we can do weapons. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'd I'd be fine with just a you know a, a Joker skin. That'd be fine. Ah, That'd yeah, be cool. yeah. They did have a. They had the Joker and Harley in there. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. It was cool. Um, <laughs> which brings me to like, did anybody besides the main guy have a normal avatar? <laughs> like nobody did. Like everybody was a ninja or RoboCop or like a Battle Toad or something <laughs> like like. Oh no, no other people who look remotely normal. Okay, that's and fine. Then, there were some people dude. that like wanted pictures with him in the library. Oh, that's and right. Stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. But also, I don't know if that's just me failing to recognize characters or if it really is just like. That we just made no, they looked stuff. a little. They looked like humanoid, normal. Yeah, they looked like you know. they looked like yeah. armies, <laughs> casuals, <laughs> and then a bunch of battle toads. Also, this is random. Was okay. Was Krennic's avatar evil Superman? Because as soon as I saw him, I was like, "That is that looks like 
evil Superman, but it kind of also could just be Superman. He's making a face, or it could be. No, I think he was just supposed to be a big boss man. Like I think so too. But but he, he did, had the curl. But he had the curl. He had he the did, curl. Now though. think about it, and he looked like he looked like freaking evil. F- Superman. <laughs> he looked dumb to me. I mean, if I don't know, like if that's what it was supposed to be, it was inc- it was pretty subtle in a movie mm. that's not very subtle. So I would think probably not. Maybe like I didn't have the money for this, but it's kind of could be or like I can something see that. like that. I can see. I that. I saw him as like I'm not even trying. Like I'm not very creative. <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff, which he didn't because they had to feed it yeah. to oh, him. Oh yeah, that's so. What I'm just a big. I'm I'm a. The big boss guy in the suit. Like, so they, what? I'm, I'm, yeah. That's what I was thinking, you too. Ain't got sh- that makes sense. A dude. <laughs> I would imagine that if somebody didn't know a lot about stuff, the first thing they would also say would either be Batman or <laughs> Superman, though. Also, that would be good. But I mean, yeah. not to deter no, what yeah, you're no, saying. I, know, I, know. I agree with you. It's, like, con- it's something even people that don't know a lot at least know yeah. those, you know. Because I'm like, I doubt he was like Shazam or something. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, like Shazam so with the Lex Luthor mind control thing or something. He should have like had like a white half cape. Like, <laughs> like Trinic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is cool, isn't it? <laughs> you know, they make, they, they go back on like a lot of these old video games and it is a big nostalgia grab. <laughs> so what are, what are your first like consoles that you remember, first video games that you played? I can tell you mine was Atari 2600. And they reference it in the movie, and I was pretty excited. Um, they play, although I didn't have Adventure, uh, which that dude was so excited that to play when so they called him up to play Adventure. <laughs> yeah, man, he was he was like, God, <laughs> I love this <laughs> game. He's like, I've been practicing this game every day. I'm like, so my, confident. Oh my god. And he did, right. he did really well. He won, He beat the game. He beat it, I yeah. was like, he's trying to win. Let him win. And I was like, <sighs> oh, you're such a good boy. You're such a sweet good boy. You just want to let him win the game. I thought he was like, let him win, then we'll kill him. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking he was sweet. I was thinking, like, then we'll jack his stuff. Uh, but no, no. <laughs> I had an Atari 2600 that I got when I had the chicken pox. I'll never forget that. Fun. Uh, yeah, was what miserable. was the game, actually? The first game I got was uh, E.T. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to leave that part out because oh, uh, I got E.T. and then I got whatever game it came with, which had like Pong and Tank and all that stuff. Sitting in that uh, landfill. Uh, E.T., for those who don't know, is hands down the worst video game ever created of all time. That is what and they put say. Act, put Activision out of business because they paid so much for the rights for ET. Oh wow, that's not a goof. That's you're no, telling the truth right now. This is legit. Um, there is a landfill where all the old copies are. I think it's in like Arizona somewhere. Um, wow. Um, and it put the company out of business. They paid so much money for the rights. The game was so 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 bad. They lost a shit of money. Literally shut Activision down. And Activision, as we know it today, is not the same company. It was a new company that bought the name mm. because of the original Activision. Because of all the prestige from E.T.? E. Like, what? Well, they had a bunch of stuff before No, that. I got it. It's a cool name. But E.T., yeah, just just murked them, wrecked them. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And I, I think I still have my E.T., to be honest with you. What? Really? The yeah. game? The game, yeah, the 2600. I sort of have two. I have, like... One that I got when I was too young to really appreciate it, and also I think my dad stole it, which is the original. I guess, I guess it's the original Nintendo, like Duck Hunt and stuff, and like the super, like the Duck Hunt Super Mario combo 
Uh, I'm pretty sure my dad stole that, though, because he kept, because he had to take it back, and then he had to bring it back, so I think he, like, goofed around or something, but I don't care. Um, and then, oh, dad always stealing stuff. <laughs> Wait, but did he buy it? No, he probably stole oh, it. Oh, I thought you meant he stole it from you. You think he stole no, it from somebody else? I'm pretty sure gotcha, he stole gotcha. it. And then he had to like pretend like he didn't steal gotcha. it until he could properly steal it. In my head, the story was he bought this for me and then he stole it back. I was like, no, you well, can't. No, do- he, he gotcha. definitely. I'm from pr- a third party is now missing there, Nintendo, because pretty sure it was you like, okay. I'm going to borrow this. Here, Betty, have it. Oh, I've got to bring it back. I'm just going to steal it from them, and then you can have it. I was wondering, because mine's missing, so... Uh, hmm. It all comes well, together. Small world. And I, But I didn't I didn't really appreciate that that much. Like, the games, like, were cool, but I didn't really get into it. Now, my, my first console that was, like, I know was legally bought for me was my Hey You Pikachu Nintendo 64 that I got on my mm. birthday. Because that was... That was like one of those things where like they set it up in my room and I came home and walked in and it was on and I was like, and I heard Pikachu talking to me. (laughs) That was the best moment. I don't buy that just because it was already set up in your room and parents don't know how to set up systems. So your story doesn't check out. (laughs) The reason why I'm into video games is mainly because of my stepdad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My stepdad. Actually, I want to say my stepdad tried to get me to play uh, read Ready Player One a long time ago. And I was like, I hate this. (laughs) Because I didn't get any of the references like when I was a kid. But I don't know how old that book is. So I don't know. It was was made in 2011. But some of the references were like there were a lot I didn't get. And not that I'm the end all be all. But they were really obscure. Like, yeah. And then weird wonky. Um. There's this Japanese thing that used to come on once a month, and they like what? I just... So there's a lot that they get really deep, but it's his what he likes. So whatever. Yeah, that. Know. Yeah. Oh, so I can see the fanboys getting like really irate. Like, oh, these tiny obscure references that four of us would know are not in the film. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, mine was all uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System Mario Duck Hunt. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, did you have Rob the Robot? No. Dude, I'd rob the robot. That's garbage. And that probably went the way of E.T. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not a Teddy Ruxpin. No, Teddy Ruxpin was dope because you was could put awesome. in like metal tapes and stuff in them. And- <laughs> I wish I'd known that before. His jaw fell out and I was terrified to oh, look at him. That's not, yeah. Betty, you seem a little worked up. Let's start with you. What was something fun you had this week? Something you enjoyed this week? I forgot that this bit was a thing and I don't have <laughs> anything right now. I forgot that we were doing this at the end of the episode. Please do me last because I can't remember anything. I went down a... Don't say Ready Player One. Yeah. I went down a Norm MacDonald rabbit hole. Whoa! Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, it all started, like, for whatever... like. There was the, the, he was doing the moth joke on Conan, and it was a, a video from like 12 years ago or something. And like, I know who Norm MacDonald is, and I think that he's kind of okay, but generally speaking, I don't like stand up. Like, it's just not a thing that's appealing to me, and I don't really think it's, well, let me rephrase. I, I understand why it's funny. I just, but I'm, I'm the one, I'm the kind of person who sits and watches stand up and is like, oh, okay, that's that joke. That's the, but very rarely do I laugh. Um, not because I'm too good to laugh. Anyway, no, that's, that's, that's just uh, your life. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I just don't laugh. Uh, Norm Macdonald, like, so he tells the moth, like, the, the moth joke. Or which, smile. Right. Uh, or hug. On, on Conan. And, like, it's the funniest thing in the world to me because obviously it's the moth joke like you know how it begins you know how it ends but it's mm-hmm. just the way that it's told and like it's so rambling and like god i love norm like you know it's a a, a one minute joke that like takes like six minutes <laughs> and like the whole time like conan is, conan is playing off and was like so uh like how long did this moth like how long was this dri-? like he's like because the premise was that the driver told norm mcdonald the joke and he's like how long was this drive and but the the whole point is like it's sort of like the aristocrat- aristocrats is the the punchline doesn't matter. It's the how ridiculous and over the top and absurd you can get with the, the telling of the joke. That's what got me started. So I watched that. And then I just proceeded to just go through all these YouTube videos of Norm MacDonald, mainly on Conan. Like him, he would go on Conan and just do these really long dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would kill me every time. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the correspondence dinner that he did in the 90s, which was awesome because like the thing that I like about it is for, is the meta humor in it is he's intentionally telling bad jokes. It's funny to people who know what he's doing because that's hilarious to me. But it's also kind of funny because it's trolling the audience, which is also hilarious to me. Uh, and then there's the Bob Saget roast, which yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up is the roast where he keeps telling the jokes and then nobody's laughing. And he's like, but they're bad, goofy norm jokes. Right. Or like he's making them worse than normal right and the joke is that he's upset at the audience for not thinking that they're funny and then that ends up being the funniest oh my god right and the funny thing is is like the people in the audience are like clueless as what's going on but like if you look in the background like all the comedians they are dying they are dying man and so it's it's just funny to me and like i like i went down a pretty deep rabbit hole and then like the funny the thing that actually like had me crying like, and the end was, like, the last two clips. One was a clip of him and, talking to Jon Stewart on The Daily Show, making fun of the crocodile hunter dying. Like, he wasn't making fun of that. But what was what killed me so much is, like, he was doing a little bit with with Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart's like, please don't make me laugh at this. <laughs> it's like, this is, like, it happened, like, two days ago. I don't want to laugh at this. And it was just, like, I was dying. Like, I, it was hilarious to me. So, uh, yeah, I was I was all aboard the, the Norm MacDonald train. Norm MacDonald, not a name you hear often. No, not really. Uh, me this week, I enjoyed uh, the Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, season two just came out. Feel like we've had this conversation. Before. Uh, we probably talked about it in a year season ago. one. Oh, yeah. Okay. But now season two is out. Oh, okay. Um, even if I like season one, no, season two is out. It's the same of whatever I said last time. There's more of it. They, uh, <laughs> so go back Drew and Barrymore, find it and listen again. Drew Barrymore, Tim Oliphant. They, um, it's like a suburban family. They live in this, you know, cookie cutter suburbia with nosy neighbors. Oh, and it just so happens Drew Barrymore is a zombie and eats people. Cool. Um, it's over the top, bloody and gory, like silly over the top. Um, cracks me up every time. There's only 10 episodes. They're like 30 minutes a piece. I literally watched the whole thing probably the past two days. Mm, so, awesome. Always a good time. Um, my thing is like, I'm just going to talk about what happened last night. Cause it was great because I was playing Sea of Thieves for like four hours. And so in Sea of Thieves, for those of you who don't know, there are you basically, it's a pirate game and you can, um, join up with friends or you can play with people randomly. I was on this big galleon with three of these other people that I had met, um, and been playing Sea of Thieves with a lot of these New York and Canadian guys. And, um, and, we went to go do a skull fort and a skull fort. The way it works is there's these waves that you clear and basically 
all of the pirates are trying to get to all the other pirates in your server are trying to also get to this gold but you can choose to work together and um, clear all the ways of the skeletons because the skeletons are nuts but then you still have to fight or decide what happens to the gold but we don't play like that we just murdered everybody Man, this stuff, this took four hours of pirating, and it was great. It's just, you know, some master and commander tactics. You know, just everyday pirate stuff. You know, whatever. <laughs>